Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. Josh just sent me an article about China doing a deal to buy oil in yuan, not dollars. And although I think someone, although I am someone who thinks the dollar will be the reserve currency for quite some time, this is huge. This is still a very, very big deal. So it just shows us that that transition away from the dollar, although it will take a long time, is happening a lot sooner, and it's moving at a very rapid rate. Let's get over to this article from The Guardian, or Routers, excuse me, Reuters. I would say Routers. <laughs> uh, you can tell when my first jobs was working on a construction site. Okay, we get over to Reuters. Hopefully that's pronounced right. China to use Shanghai Exchange for Yuan energy deal with Gulf nations. In other words, China wants to buy oil from Saudi Arabia settled in Yuan, not settled in dollars. Oh man, Josh, you sent me this thing that's I've reached my limit. Something that I where I haven't reached my limit on the live stream. All right, let me go over the, what we can see here. Here, here, I can share my screen. So China's President Xi Jinping said in Riyadh, which uh, he's down there meeting with um, oh, what's uh, King Salman bin, uh, whatever the guy's name is, the king down there, uh, that China and Gulf nations should make full use of the Shanghai Petroleum and Nat Gas Exchange as a platform to carry out Yuan settlement of oil and gas trade. So this is, Josh, let me know when you have it up. I have it up. This, you got it up? So guys, this is what happens when the United States comes in and sanctions Russia and tries to boot them off of SWIFT. Not that really does anything. But what does have a big impact on Russia is when they freeze their dollar assets of the central bank. So the central bank has all of these assets that, that they think are on their balance sheet, or or maybe Russia just in general, maybe the government, I don't know. And then come to find out that, oh, no, we don't have access to those accounts anymore because those dollars were actually liabilities of a bank that's under the influence and control of the West, maybe more specifically the United States. So it's no surprise that China would come out, they'd see that, they go, okay, well, it's Russia today, but maybe it's us tomorrow. And it's not just countries that we're unfriendly with, meaning Russia, and maybe kind of where there's some tension with us in China, but it's also countries that we're very friendly with. Whether I mean, think about it. If you were in charge of the UK right now, or you were in, in charge of France, or, or pick a country, and you saw the United States freeze the dollar assets of Russia. I mean, honestly, what's the first thing you'd do? <laughs> okay, thanks for giving me the heads up, US. Looks like I'm never going to keep another reserve denominated in dollars again or or at the very least I'm going to take I'm going to keep as few possible on my balance sheet. I'm going to keep as little dollar denominated assets on my balance sheet. And thank you for showing me how incredible the counterparty risk is. And so you have people or countries that I think are slowly going to be, maybe rapidly, going to divest themselves of these dollar-based assets that are that have massive counterparty risk. And where the United States government has shown and the West has shown that they're more than happy to free, more than willing to freeze those accounts, just like you're some sort of Canadian trucker. And uh, it's it's 
the you again it's like um charlie munger you show me the incentives and i'll show you the outcomes okay well the incentive right now obviously is to de-dollarize okay so what are these countries going to do they're going to de-dollarize again that doesn't mean that the dollar loses reserve currency status tomorrow but it just means that it, it's happening faster than it otherwise would because there are multiple variables. See, this is what most people get wrong, is they just get hyper-focused on the de-dollarization within countries like Russia, China, Saudi Arabia, the BRIC nations, let's say. And then they completely forget about the whole Euro-dollar system, dollar-denominated debt, and this report that just came out by the BIS saying, oh yeah, by the way, there's an extra, I don't know, 80 trillion that <laughs> is out there. Now there's a lot of nuance with that 80 trillion. And uh, there, I think there's a good argument saying that it's not really debt, but um, you get my point. There's all these derivatives that have been built and these balance sheets that have been constructed globally that are completely dependent upon this massive amount of dollar-denominated debt, which is what? You guys know this from watching my videos. That today's dollar-denominated debt just simply represents future demand for dollars. And if you have the global economy slowing down, therefore that velocity slows down, the demand or the supply, I should say, of the dollars is going to decrease. So anyway, I don't want to confuse you. I just want to throw out some different variables there. So you see that, it's, it, that it's, it isn't prudent to get focused just on one component. You have to look at this as far as the global economy and what's happening with the dollar with a very holistic view. And that's what I'm just trying to encourage you. But again, focusing on the topic at hand here, this is definitely big news that it shows us that uh, these countries are more than willing to settle energy in a currency other than the US dollar, even a currency that's, uh, I guess you could say, uh, closed or is, is controlled, maybe is a better word, to the degree to which the yuan is. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Let me get this quote. China will continue to import large quantities of crude oil from GCC countries, expand imports, liquefied natural gas, LNG, strengthen cooperation in upstream oil gas development, engineers, uh, engineering services, uh, storage, transporting, refining, make full use of Shanghai Petroleum and Nat Gas Energy as platform to carry out Yuan settlement. Yeah, all of this is just, okay, guys, we're not going to settle in dollars anymore. We're going to settle in Yuan going to settle in yuan 
And although this may be a drop in the bucket, it's still one step closer to uh, the dollar or, or the majority of the transactions globally being settled in something other than dollars. I think that's the most precise way that I can say it. So they say China will be willing to carry out financial regulatory cooperation. Uh, GCC countries facilitate GCC enterprise capital markets, establish joint investment associations, uh, support sovereign wealth funds, both sides. Of qu- okay, so basically what he's saying here is that this is the first step, but we're going to continue to pursue this policy in things other than just settling energy in dollars. The policy meaning de-dollarize. Okay, keep going. Okay, in his speech, Xi also called on China and GCC nations to be partners in promoting unity, development, and security. Huh. I think it's interesting he used the word security, if this is a direct quote. Why? Because the petrodollar is a system that was set up based on a deal. Saudi Arabia, you settle or you sell your oil for dollars. You're not going to take any other currency. You have to settle in dollars. Saudi Arabia says, okay, deal. But United States, what we want you to do for us in return is basically be our military. We want you to provide us protection from our enemies. So I think it's, again, the key word here is security. So what Xi may be implying is that you no longer can depend on the United States for your security. Whether it's, I mean, pick the uh, pick the event of the recent past, like Afghanistan. And I mean, honestly, again, put yourselves in the position of Saudi Arabia. You look at the way that the United States exited Afghanistan, and you're like, whoa, 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 time out here. You're telling me that's what I'm paying for? That's the deal I'm in right now? That I'm settling all my oil transactions in dollars for that? No, I don't think so. I'm I'm getting the short end of the stick here. This may have been a good deal in 1974, but now this is a completely different ballgame. There are different players involved, and the players today are far less competent than the players in 1974. And obviously, I'm not talking about the individual uh, military uh, officers and whatnot. I'm, sh- I'm sure they're just as, if not more competent than the uh, military service people back in the 70s. I'm talking about the higher up management. And then that goes all the way to the top with the commander in chief, which is obviously the president. So let's see. Maybe what uh, he's saying is that, hey, Saudi Arabia, you were depending on the United States. You can't depend on them anymore. So if you are willing to do the deal with the U.S., Let's pay. Let's play ball. We're we're willing to be your military, or maybe. Uh, and you say, George, China can't compete with the United States as far as military. Okay, fine. But maybe it's a pact like NATO, where you've got China, uh, India, you have uh, uh, Iran, maybe some of these other countries that have a combined military that is significant, and they say, you know, we'll stick together. And Saudi Arabia, our combined military will have your back. And I'm just spitballing here. Maybe that's not what he's saying. Maybe it is. All right, guys. So that's what's in the news regarding China settling their energy transactions with some of the uh, Middle East countries, such as Saudi Arabia, for currency, yuan, uh, that is not dollars. And uh, if you're new to the channel, I would say you've got to remember that probably 95% of the commodity transactions, including energy, are, have been settled in dollars for many, many, many years. 
So this transition away from that system is definitely a big deal. It's big news. And it's something that we need to pay attention to. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.